watching Sydney versus Adelaide today. We're a bit flustered. We missed the first bounce because there was a, a wallet loss incident. But we're here. Yeah. We made it. Uh, you joined us at the three-minute mark, I'm going to say, the first mm -hmm. quarter. And Crows have actually, if you can believe it, already kicked two goals. I don't believe it. I don't believe us. No, I didn't tip Crows. I tipped Sydney. I tipped Sydney too. But the very fact that we're here recording the pod on a Crows game and a Sydney game, we've never done either of those things before. Yeah, those teams don't exist to us. They don't. And yet here we are. So it's a new day for everyone, really. Mm. Sorry, I've got a really yummy breakfast. I was the reason we were late and what I needed to pay for with the wallet. So I'll be snacking. That's okay. I'll just riff while you're eating. Mm. Um... Tex Walker's wearing a bizarre um, mouth guard today, which looks like he's missing his two front teeth. I wonder if that was a style choice um, or if it was a nod to his heritage as a country boy. Um, but anyway, it's been a big week for both these teams. Lots of hype around both of them. Apparently, according to the footy commentary of the of du jour, um, <laughs> these are both now flag contenders. So flag contenders. I've heard it said, Rose. I've heard it said. No, they're up and comers. They're not. Yeah, but they're the kind of up and comers where people are like, they've got a magic, which I fundamentally disagree with. But mm, I'm pushing it. You know, I've noticed something in the last. How many hours are in a week? Mm. Uh, Twenty-four times seven feels like a hard. Um, well, 20 times 7, 2 times 7 is 14, so add a 0 to that, 140. 4 times 7 is 28, so 140 plus 28, 168. In the last 168 hours, mm -hmm. I have noticed that Jonathan Brown is a man that you simply cannot escape from. Every time you turn on the TV, there he is. Every time you turn on the radio, you hear that gravelly voice. It's almost like it's a horror movie. And he's like, and it's like the ring. Like when you see the ring on the TV, like you're going to die. So if you turn on the TV and Jonathan Brown's on there, he's, he's found you. It's like the Bloody Mary thing. <laughs> yeah, he's got one of the worst voices in football. There's no need for him to mm. be doing these things. But anyway, obviously today's um, lots of hype around today's game because of the return of Big Buddy Franklin. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to know your thoughts on that, Rose. I like Buddy. I like Buddy too. Mm. People really hate Buddy, I found out this no, week. That's because they, they're jealous. They want him. People say he's a wanker though. Because I, I found this out because I was really excited that Buddy was back and I was trying to share my joy with others and they were all like, no one cares. The game's oh. moved past Buddy. And to that I kind of agree. Like He was such a huge name for a long time and now the game's kind of moved on without him. Um, well, every team he went to made premierships or won them. Yeah. I do think though... Um, you know, it's a testament to the nature of life on Earth, which is that no one's ever irreplaceable. And even though you might be sad to leave something behind, that machine keeps turning and eventually it replaces you. And Who do you think on. replaced Buddy? Well, I just mean like now, you know, Dusty's the big name. You know, like there's always going to be someone who's like the the beloved son or child of the game. Yeah, all um, the boards aren't really. Well, but that's, I feel like a lot of the conversation this week has been around, like, from what we saw from the first round, it was really the return of the big forward. Also, mm. you know, obviously all the commentary is very reactionary because they go by one round and they're like, this is what it is now. But, um... Did you see that with Van Berlo in the coach's box? Because he used to work for West Coast, now he's come home, it's nice. To Adelaide? Yeah. Nathan Van Berlo, I don't care for him. But I guess, theoretically, it's nice. 
the year I was a Crows supporter, who's my favourite player. What year were you a Crows supporter? When I was like seven. I can't imagine a version of you who not only would be a Crows supporter, but would like Nathan Van Berlo. Well, this is my ongoing thing. It's all my favourite players become captains. I have the magic touch. Okay. So who do you think is going to be the next port captain? Well, it has to be Zach Butters based on him being my favourite True, port true, player. true. He does it have that about him. But it probably won't. Do you think he's Dusty will be young. the next Richmond captain? Nah, he's not a captain. I don't, is he even on the leadership team? I think he is now. But that's what I was listening to. Um, I think it was Nick Rebolt talked this week about like what's, like what is there left for Dusty to do? Like he's literally, he's won three Norm Smiths. Like he's got three premierships. He's got a brown low. Like what, you know, and he still seems to be like getting better. But what does he have to kind of strive for? Mm. And they were saying the next kind of natural step for him would be to be the captain. That's kind of all that's left for him to conquer. It's like that poem, Ozymandias, from the end... Of, well, I know it's not from the end of Breaking Bad, but like the episode of the end of Breaking Bad. That's like... And then Ozymandias wept for there were no more worlds to conquer vibes. Yeah. But I don't think... I feel like captaincy is different because it's not really an achievement of... Like, it's not a player accolade. Well, it's and not it's an accolade, but it's... kind it's... of turned into... I feel like... Stephen Cornelio, prime example. Like they, he was a really good player, so they wanted to keep him at the club, offered him the captaincy. But in light of the Amazon Prime video that you masturbate to every evening... <laughs> no, I've turned on that... It clear that he wasn't really cut out for that. Yeah, I've actually turned on that documentary because now there's an ad on it on every single YouTube video that I watch, and I'm pretty over it. But I'll, I'll counter your point by saying that's exactly what they did for Travis Boak. Um, to stop him from going home to Geelong, and that was probably the best decision Port Adelaide ever made. But I know what you mean. But then when he denou- denounced, denounced, renounced, renounced, renounced his captaincy, then he flourished as a player. Yeah, but see, I think the captaincy is not actually about how like he was a very inspirational captain for not only the players but also the club. Like he really was the base of the club in a time where we needed like someone to sort of carry us through that. So in terms of like, I feel like there's cultural captains and then there's yeah like what you're describing with Cornelio it's like you're just captain for being captain's sake Tom Jonas is also someone who I see as like a cultural captain um Rory Sloan yeah Rory Sloan is another one I think where he's like the real heart of the club who else is there who else is captain see yeah Shuey for West Coast yeah Jack Steele I feel like will be a good one for Saints Mm mm-hmm Bontepelli, obviously. Although he was my other example. Yeah. The player that becomes captain. But I think that's another example. And Pendlebury, of course, is my my original. Yeah. But it's an interesting idea, like, what makes a good captain. Because also everyone, you know, thrives under different, like, management styles. So, like, what makes a good captain for me might not make a good captain for you, etc., etc. Yeah. I think it's better to be a cultural captain than a... Oh, totally. I completely agree. Oh, I think I'm eating too fast. You are eating very fast. But it's like, I saved the last bit, the best bit to last. I had, yeah. Although I, had, I have to finish. I had a really yummy breakfast there this morning too. I just wish I knew when that cafe was fucking open. It's open till two now. Yeah, but I've been there, I went there the other Thursday and it was closed. Oh, maybe during the week if it's quiet, they close early. What time did you go there on the o'clock. What? Yeah. Was it a few weeks ago though? Because they were closed for like the, they had like their Christmas break. They were closed for like three weeks. In March? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like whenever I go there, it's not open. Mm. They keep an aura of unpredictability about them. Shout out to um, Pixie and the Hawk, local cafe supporters of Real Pod, Real, Real Men Don't Wear Long Sleeves podcast. <laughs> oh, he was mad. Is that Fat Tom Papley? Like the Hulk. I'm, he- I'm getting shades of Heath Shaw from Tom Papley at the moment. 
Yeah. Top up is really young as well. Mm. Round so far. Thoughts, feelings? Round so far. Well, there's been one Probably game. we've got their first win. No, we've had two games. Oh, yeah, no shit. I always forget about Thursday night games. Feels so far away. Um, Collingwood got their first win. Kind of bummed by that result. No offence, Rose. Really wanted Carlton to get up. But that's just me. One, one lonely little girl's opinion. Actually, I have to say, the active support against Collingwood in this house is getting out of control. Okay. If, because I'm now waiting for an interstate court game where I can... I'm sorry. Exact my I think revenge. Be, I think that's un- uncalled for. Because the week before, when we recorded the pod, you may recall I was going for Collingwood. Not everyone was. Who just talking about Jaden? Mm-hmm. Don't single him out. Well, in that instance, he was the sole perpetrator, so it's just... He, he doesn't hate Collingwood. He just happened to tip the other teams. You can't blame a man for wanting to win 400 bucks. I have, and I will continue to. <laughs> no, you know I love Collingwood. You know I'd never actively root against Darcy except when I want... Darcy Moore, best player, next captain March. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He, I told you. I've got the magic touch. He's going to be... Yeah, I, I've always said Darcy's going to be the next captain of the All-Australian team. So I'm not... We're on the same side, Rose. This is like what Bono was trying to get us to do. Realise that we're all <gasps> one. Oh, no. I've got to say, I'm, I would say that I'm proud of myself for how far I've come in terms of being able to support Crows. But one thing that I cannot stand for is people thinking Tex is good again. <laughs> that is where I absolutely have to draw the line. And I, I'm, Rose, I'm not lying He's to about you. to get a goal, though. I know, that's what... Like, I, just, I just saw that happen and it, it reminded me. I've, I heard someone call him Tyrannosaurus Rex this week. It was very distressing. <laughs> Who? Who did that? It was on the TV. Oh, okay. Who said that to you? <laughs> oh, he's got it. Oh, Tex is back! Tex is... You know what? I'm actually... Three goal, Four straight goals all together in this game so far. Nice. Very satisfying. And you know what? Going back to our conversation about this round so far, Brisbane... Like, I'm sorry. Last year, Brisbane's inaccuracy was what cost them, what kept them from being like a really, really great side. Yeah. Like, I remember that Port game where they kicked 10 23. Mm. How can you come back after a full preseason where you lose in a prelim and you think, okay, what's going to get us to the next level and continue to kick so poorly as they did last night? Yeah. They were 2 8 and down by 20 points at one stage. Like, how can you not, cannot, how can that, how is that not your first priority is what you work on in the offseason? Some teams just can't do it though. But like that, such as Collingwood's Premiership Premiership team, circa 2010, 2011, we'd always kick 24, 25, which got enough scoring shots and it didn't matter anymore. But it, like, I just think like you can't like you can't expect to win and like be competitive if you're relying on the fact that you're gonna. Kick. But is it because of where they're kicking from? Is it the well then you delivery need a, into then the, you need to deliver better. Either way, something's not yeah. working. Something's gotta give. It's Tommy oh, Hickey, fourth you, club. There he goes. His fourth club. Yeah. What's his name? Tom Hickey. Never even heard of him. It's because he's not very good. Well, the fourth club. Yeah. Who's he else? But apparently Tom Hickey's back. Oh. Just like Tex. Next you'll be telling me. Next you'll be telling me we call him um, Hickory. Hickory Dickory. Hickorous. Tom Hickorous flew too close to the sun. How old's Buddy now? Thirty-four. I don't know. He started playing when he was so young. I reckon he's thirty-two. Because his contemporaries. I would say he's kind of outlasted most of his contemporaries. Because oh. he was, I think, I'm trying to think of the Hawthorne team that... I can picture was, that. Um, but the, all their midfielders were senior to him. But. I can picture that photo, though, of them when they got drafted. It was um, Roughhead, Buddy, and I can't remember who the other person is. Hodgie? Nah, he would have been older. 
Oh my god, Taylor Walker just did another tackle rewarded holding the ball in a goal scoring opportunity. Well, as we Texas know, bad. as we know, Tex is playing for not only his career but for his financial security and house. And that is that is hot goss segment. Is we're bringing it back, and this time we have actual goss from a real anonymous source telling us that Tex Walker cannot afford the house that he's constructing. I think it was that he has started the construction without his loan approval. Oh my god, he's kicked another goal. He's got three in the first turn. He's oh got no. three in ten minutes. No, he's got two. Oh, he missed point. it. The saturation feels very bright on the screen at the moment. That might be my fault because I went crazy because when we switched the TVs, I was convinced there was an orange tint on the television, oh. so I played with the colours for an hour. It looks really crazy. But this, I did this a few weeks ago, so it might just be because it's beautiful. It's sunny. And beautiful passion. Oh my god, buddy's got buddy. it! Oh, that looks so easy for him. Oh god, he's a beautiful athlete, isn't he? He's a monster. You just look at the length of his limbs. He's a monster. He looks like a little tarantula. He does, No, he's beautiful. Do you not think so? No. Are you being racist? No. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Sorry, buddy. <gasps> oh, oh, he's got it. Oh, it was oh, meant to be. Look at that big kick. That is... Oh, he's so... That feels good, doesn't it? He's back. Buddy's back. Buddy's back. Tex is back. It's everyone's the, back. The full forwards back. Jonathan Brown is rock hard. <laughs> Who do you think, if someone was to kick for a hundred goals this year, which mm-hmm. they were saying they were like, maybe this would be the someone kicks hundred goals again. Yeah. Please, please don't answer Tex because that will really upset me, and you don't want to upset me. What are my options? Any of any of the full forwards or the small forwards that you think could Mason Cox. Can you be realistic with us? So disappointed in me. <laughs> well, I just thought you would, you know, meaningfully engage in my okay. game, not be silly, but whatever. Um, I don't know. Okay. Well, that after all that, I don't know. It depends who's on top of the ladder. Who's who's yeah, going to yeah, be there? Yeah, who's scoring the goals? Mm. Dark horse Aaron Norton. Yeah, could. Mm. Also, um, dark horse Aresia Fantasia. That's a true dark horse. Well, it's kicked four already. I, yeah, but I feel like small forwards have. Yeah, um, on yeah. and off weeks. Yeah, true. I wonder, because we're going to the Port game, Port Essendon game this very afternoon, um, and I think, like the Adam Trelaw saga, there's been a lot of hype around Orazio Fantasia coming up against his old side. Oh. Actually, I don't think we spoke about this. I was listening to... Um, I was watching On the Couch, which, for once... Shame. No, I used to love On the Couch. Yeah. But now it's like, yeah, as I've been but saying it's to Jonathan you, it's Brown. Jonathan Brown. Well... It's more that it's Jonathan Brown, Gary Lyon and Nick Rebold. It's like I've seen – I've actually heard all I ever need to hear from these men and, like, another night on the week where we can hear their voices is not necessary. <laughs> um, but they were having – they was making an interesting – they were having an interesting conversation about the um, Adam Trelaw thing because they were saying how, you know, Collingwood is a team that the players try to distance themselves from the administration, which we saw with the, like, do better letter. Yeah. Um, when the administration was really kind of, like – avoiding and, and not really coming out and saying anything directly. Yeah. The players were like, no, we have to take lead here. And they were saying that it kind of seemed like that's what happened with the Adam Trelaw thing because, like, surely they would have wanted them to be like, we're going to, you know, hassle him. We know the, we know him inside out. Like, we're going to give him a hard time. We're going to intimidate him. That's what the management would have wanted. Mm. But then instead they go out and they were, like, hugging him and, like, you know, hugging him before the game's even started. Um, and they were saying that they thought, yeah, that was, like, a real sign that they were like, no, we don't, we don't agree with what you've done here kind of thing. Yeah. Which I thought, I really liked. I hope that that was true. At the end of the day, it's all a giant narrative. I'd like by. to think so. Yeah. God, 
Buddy's got a big body. He's right there. He's right there. Kick oh. it to Buddy. Kick it to Buddy. <gasps> no, I don't think Buddy's beautiful because he's so he's too large. But his he can't deal with people that are that big. His limbs are proportional to his body. But like I said, he's a monster. Help but think you're being racist somehow. What? I was listening to a podcast about the movie Moana and I haven't seen it except that crab song your brother got us to watch that time. Oh yeah, what was that about? He just thought it was a really he was good cooked, song. yeah. <laughs> With the giant crab and Yeah, crab. no, I remember yeah. that. I vaguely remember that. From one of his many uh always welcome but always unexpected visits <laughs> to this household. <laughs> Shout out Ned if you ever listen, I know you never will, but I tell you that Riley O'Brien, the crow's ruckman, came into my work and was the nicest man. Really? Yeah. I'm really shocked not by that. Not the nicest, not within his own category of the footballers. Just within like the, the customers human. that I had that day, he was the nicest and most polite and engaging customer. What did he say? He was just really gracious and very, I don't know, just like engaged in the ordering process. That's insane. Very grateful for all the things he was brought his table. I never would have guessed that. Maybe he was neglected as a child, so whenever anyone gives him food, he's like really, really grateful. I would explain his lanky stature. What a true rags to riches story. Yeah. So he knows what it's like to be on the ground floor. Wow. Riley O'Brien. Crows are looking. Oh, I don't want to say that on the podcast because I know James will hear it. But crows are looking pretty good. Yeah, but they're making a lot of mistakes as well. And I think, yeah, I know they keep harping on about the fact that there's like 10 players under 10 games and all of that. Like, I think that will kind of come back to bite them at some point. Who have they played? They played Geelong. And, yeah. Which is a big, you know, obviously don't want to um, take away from that victory. It's a big get to get Geelong in the first round. But Yeah. Who's this joker? I wish we, we had like, I wish that so, sometimes it would just be so useful if they had the names on the back, wouldn't it? Especially, you know, for the, for the podcast purposes only, really. But so many people don't even read the numbers. Like, I'm, when I'm describing a player as a person, if I know their number, I'll, yeah. I'll say but I what think, the number is, and then people are like, oh, I don't know, say what he looks like. It's like, what? I think a lot of people what? would struggle to connect number with person. <gasps> He's got it. That's a good one. Oh, goal. threaded the needle. Logan McDonald, his name was. Is it? Is it? Yes, it's there. This is a good game. Three goals, nothing to three goals, one. That's what I like to Woo! see. Logan McDonald, he looks nice. He looks like he, a young, he does look nice, young he? farmer that's just come to the big Are smoke you just to make that it. Because in his, his last name's McDonald. No, I was saying it because of his face and appearance. But maybe I was subliminally messaged. His, yeah, his old his father is old McDonald, and he had a farm. Yeah, on which Logan no longer resides. No. But he's you, too busy in King's Cross. You can take the boy out of the McDonald's farm, but you can't take the McDonald's farm out of the boy. What did, what did, what was McDonald giving those farm animals, eh? I think think his kid Logan got into it. Oh, I sprayed the it. Face. That's okay. I like the enthusiasm though, Logan. Yeah, he's, he's. I like the. I'm really enjoying the energy that these two sides are bringing to the game. Actually, sprightly, sprightly. Yeah, it feels like they're both like excited to be out there and playing. Oh, God, I just got a splitting headache out of nowhere. It's your body rejecting you complimenting the crows. Maybe that's it. All right, now they're just taking the piss. Oh, they're both just taking shots from outside 50. Talk about getting ahead of yourselves. Jeez, look at them all. There's about 100 players in that inside 50. Oh. Papley linking up with McDonald. Is that's that, where the Davis? Yeah. <laughs> become Where did that come from? 
friend. Did you just whip that out your ass? I often accident. That's one of my two tunes that I make oh, up songs yeah, to. Is oh, that one? No, and don't, please don't sing the other tune. Everybody oh. shake your butt. I hate that one. If you wanna fall in love. Oh. That's my generic early 2000s. Shake your butt if you wanna fall in love. That's so cute. <laughs> It's like a mating call. <laughs> oh, oh that's a, that was a tough kick, though. Who was that Sydney player from, like, the 2005 Sydney team era? He had brown hair, and I want to say his name was, like, Brett something. Love it, Murray? No, no, he was white. Racist. <laughs> he was... Oh, fuck, what was his name? Brett. Brown hair doesn't narrow the pool down. But it was, like, long-ish. It was, like, long... Not long, but, like long for the mid 2000s like to his kind of nape of his neck shaggy i want to say like brett hayes but that's not it why i had his footy card in 2005 and he was just a really really nice guy and i feel like he was very influential in that in their premiership win i don't think i know who you're talking about i've got to find it come on i I feel like i know that someone will be listening to the pod and know exactly who i'm talking about and be really frustrated with me for not knowing um sydney don't go backwards premiership team you know what Sydney have done well is they've got What's that, all their young'uns spread across the ground so none of them are under pressure too much. They've still got Rampy and Lloyd in the back line. Mm. They've still got Papley and Heaney. Rampy's their captain, isn't it? I really? love Isaac Heaney. Yeah, me too. He's awesome. He's, and he's been consistent, like, just a good... Even if he is was made in a lab by Hitler. Yeah. No, see, He's I risen think, above it. I think um, Bailey Smith was made in the lab by Hitler. The reason I say Isaac Heaney is because you could put a Nazi uniform on him today and he would... A Nazi uniform. Or a military uniform. And he looks of the 40s era, whereas Bailey Smith is harder to imagine. Right, because he's more of a contemporary. Well, wow, yeah. good kick. kick Go after the siren by... He's join um, the SS. What's his name? Hickey. This is defamation. Sorry, Isaac Heaney. We do love you, Isaac Heaney. Um, anyway, so that's that's taken us right to quarter time, and that was a good quarter of football. I don't know how you feel, but I feel good. I feel good. I, I feel like Dane Rampey too. I feel he's like a good he, captain, I think. He's a good captain, and I feel like he's a good captain, especially because he's not footy head. Yeah. And he's got life outside of football, and that's a great example to lead. Yeah, and, and you off, know what? And probably a reason a lot of high-profile players go to Sydney, such as that guy that left Richmond to go to the Giants. You remember that guy? Deledio. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that they can um, have a more private life. Yeah. But I find I think Dan, Dane, Dane Rampey is someone who I would... And this is not just because I'm a Port fan. I genuinely do see this parallel. Um, I would put him kind of on, a, on par with Tom Jonas in that if you don't go for that team, they don't seem like an obvious choice for captain. But if you're within the club, they do seem really obvious because like, that's what I mean about like the cultural leader, I think. Yeah. I, I, I'm on board with that. Who do you think's going to win? Who do I think's going to win? Yeah, this game? Yeah, it's really neck and neck. Um, oh, Rory. Oh, I love Rory. It's probably going to be a lot of free kicks, hey, because all the youths. The undisciplined youths. Yeah. yeah. Oh! Don't tell me! Snap out Don't that. tell me! Uh, That's George Hewitt, defamation. Who's... He bullied Ethan in primary school for being gay. Really? Yeah. So we're not, we hate him. I don't think that's defamation if it's, if you know that it's true. Yeah, but legally I can't prove it. Well, he (laughs) he allegedly bullied Ethan in high school. Sorry for outing you, Ethan. (laughs) (laughs) Does Ethan listen to the pod? 
Oh, good goal. Who's that? Isaac Heaney. What do you oh, mean, who's that? Sorry, sorry. He looks different. His hair used to stick up and now it falls over. No, it's always been floppy and feathered. Okay, sorry. Um, well, you know what? That was our magic. We talked about him and then he kicked a goal. Yeah, we manifested that. Who want, who next want... captain of the Swans, I think. <laughs> who do we want to kick the next goal? Let's manifest. I want Buddy to kick a bag. So do I. I think I would just feel, it would feel nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. He inspires hope. <laughs> he changed, him except he, he oh but you know that's his goal assist watching buddy play was the only thing that got me through my teenage years that's just not true <laughs> just think you're lying at home when i would hear my <laughs> try the careful line here <laughs> it sounds dumb though but sometimes he would kick when goals. i would hear my family fighting oh. <laughs> i rock back and forth on the pillow as buddy Rose, that's really intensive to people like Raleigh O'Brien who actually weren't neglected as children. <laughs> <gasps> oh, oh, who is that? That's, that's George. What are you? Are you oh, a goldfish? <laughs> What's going on? George what are you? Hot. Goldfish? George, who is hot? I'm sorry, Ethan. Yeah, in hot water. <laughs> sorry, Ethan, I'm oh, siding with your abuser. Growing up in Wyala, I imagine it would have been hard to grow up gay in Wyala. As a, uh, did, was Ethan out as a teenager? No. So then how did George Hewitt bully him for being gay? I'm poking holes in this story. Well, Playing he, devil's advocate here, if you will. <laughs> Just kidding, Ethan, obviously. He probably was an accuser. God, what an asshole. You know what I think about... Is my guess. I haven't actually What I think you. about people who bully people... Oh, shit, my mum's calling me. Not now, mum. Not recording the pod. Um, what I think about people who bully people for being different, it's like, life's hard enough as it is. I know this isn't a hot take. Like, obviously, no one supports bullies, but... Like, let, just, just, everyone's trying to, everyone's doing their best. You know, it's what I try yeah. to remember every day. It's like, everyone's just doing their best, aren't they? And also, I feel as though primary school bullying is so, because the kids aren't smart enough yet to actually be creative about how to bully. So they literally just run away from people they don't like. But also children, how do children decide? Obviously, they have personalities and agency. <laughs> but how do they single people out? And It's weird that they're so young and they still have, that social awareness of well, it's selecting pa- outsiders. I think that's something that's taking advantage of them. It's evolutionarily a part of us is that we form the pack and we want to secure our place in the pack so we turn on those. what makes a kid not like another kid? Could be just the cut Don't of their jib. Think? Pardon? Could be just the cut <laughs> of their jib. That's a saying. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Text. This is text. Text is buddy. back. Is this his four? This is third. He's just a bit of a... He's just a Those, dumb cunt, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he's he's actually so harmless. Well, I actually... I, I vaguely, vaguely remember some homophobic stuff happening with Tex, like, years and years ago. Also, he's, like, a, a renowned adulterer. Really? How do you know that? Allegedly. Who told allegedly. Me this? Be careful to say allegedly. I, I assume that it was you that told me this. I mean... But someone knew one of the girls that he would text, and then it was just oh. happened all the time. No, I actually... I just want to cut in and say here that I really, really appreciate you thinking I was the one who told you Tex was an adulterer, because I really well, try That's to, something you would talk about. I'm trying to cultivate a reputation as someone who just knows everything. I want to be like... In that podcast I was telling you about Moana, they were talking about, like, the figure in movies where it's, like, usually movies of, like, um, 
uh, with like a, spiritual and yeah, where yeah. it's like the more like a like a community, like a cultural community. For example, in Moana, it's like the Polynesian culture, like the the wise grandma who just like it's all, there's always a wise, there's a wise grandma. grandma. I want to yeah. be that wise grandma, and I feel like that the wise grandma when the wise grandma was a teenager, they were just a, a gossip queen, and so that's why I'm really trying to cultivate. But I need to reinforce that my gossiping is all good intentioned. Oh oh oh, Hini! Heiny's got Heiny. Heiny's got two. <laughs> Heiny and his little Heiny are working overtime. <laughs> How do you spell Heiny? I think it's H-I-N-E-Y. Does that refer to butt or vagina? I thought it was butt. But it's it's phonetically close to hymen. But you're right, I think it does refer to If butt. it means hymen, I'm going to be really <laughs> sad and never use that word again. <laughs> oh, my Heiny. <laughs> Oh my Jaime, it's tearing. Stop. Yeah. You brought this here. I didn't say it like that though. <laughs> you know what? Uh. I actually love football. This is the best game I've ever seen. It's got everything. It's got buddy. It's got text. It's got Heaney. It's got goal. It's got, got another goal. It's, it's got only three players I <laughs> recognise on the field. No, we know we know McDonald's. It's got gas. It's got gas. It's got gas. We know McDonald yeah. and, and Hickey now too. That's, I'm proud of my hot goss. Well, I mean, it's it's unsubstantiated hot goss. Yeah. Because oh, really... Now I need to know who told me these things about Taylor Walker. Do you know what I found is that if you try to look up details online of the the state-famous story about the adultery between Hamish Hartlett and Travis Boak, yeah. every single trace of that story has been erased from the internet except for, like, the denials. But it's there because my... It's Everyone so, knows that happened. It's so renowned yeah. that my dad, who is a terrible gossip and often gets those things wrong he cycles down to the port and drinks at the cheapest pub down there that's full of classic yeah. old man port adelaide riffraff oh and even they were in the yeah, know everyone knows about it that's what i'm saying that. but you can't find a single detail about it online because port adelaide obviously paid the um it's pretty unbelievable neither of them have left the club that seems quite unmanageable because that's wayne carey's scope scenario and they were captain and vice captain at the time yeah, that was that was the North thing. But although Wayne Carey banged that guy's wife at a club function in That's the bathroom. That's so crazy. Yeah. Anyone That's could have walked like, in. Yeah. Well, I think they was, were discovered. Yeah. Oh, is that how that got found out? I don't know if they were walked in on, but it was very clear what had happened. Because oh, they were probably gross. doing coke or something. Like Apparently there's a Let's cocaine shortage the line in the off, at the off your dick, Wayne. Ooh. Why would you say that? Rose, I'm actually, that's so annoying that you said that. <laughs> Let's have a minute of silence while we watch the footy. So I can oh, good news. He's not going to be commentating all weekend because he's been in Brisbane. Oh, I heard about yeah. that, yeah. So he had to leave early last night. But I'm really Did you watch the game with any um, of the commentary? No, because we were at the pub, so I was just watching it on the TV. Yeah, so you know Abby Holmes, who usually does the boundary yeah. commentary. Oh, did she feel She got him? brought up to do special comments. And how was it? Which goes to show... Again, how replaceable his role is, but mm-hmm. it's just true. <laughs> it was really nice. They were. It was like they were, especially in what I didn't find to be an annoying way. She was laughing at JB and BT's funny calls. That's nice. And so they were all like chuckling Not along together it seriously. And well, it was still the same caliber of commentary. Mm. Not that the bar's particularly high, <laughs> but it felt more like it just felt as though they were friends that's really and nice. it was nice because they don't need to be ultra professional about it because the things they're saying and doing Are aren't ultra professional by any means yeah oh, but i enjoyed nice. it yeah but i'm not quite sure what's gonna because surely the brisbane players will have to isolate no they're exempt because 
they still have rules about how they can oh, okay. behave. And I think because of their having been... Or I'm guessing maybe because of there having been cases in Brisbane recently, the players were <gasps> adhering. Oh, buddy's oh, going to He got run down by Seedsman. Oh, no. That's... I'm so sad. He looked like he was lumbering a little bit. He looked a bit slow. Yeah. Oh. oh, come on, Heaney. Come on. I think Sydney might win. I know it's not even half time yet. We never record the first half. Your mum says cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she called me just before I just tested her to say recording pod. So she'd know not to call me again. She just said cool. Cool. Cool hobby. Cool story, bro. Do you remember when Cool Story Hansel was such a thing? And it was just <laughs> yeah. like saying that if you had a moment where you could say Cool Story Hansel, it was just like you felt so good. You had like the crowd on their feet cheering for your joke. <laughs> I wonder what Nick D'Alessandro is wearing today. Mm. Should we place a bet on how many buttons and zips are visible on his jacket? I feel like there would definitely be some purple involved. I don't think he'd be wearing a jacket though because it's very sunny yeah, in Sydney. Yeah, that's true. Oh, oh, he's got room to run. Who's that? I'm going to go with pants, one size too small. I do not know a single crossbow. An inappropriate name. belt. That's Berry. Do you remember Jared Berry from Brisbane? I know the name, yeah. And he's the one who's Those trying to look like Those three brothers Darcy. all have the same hair, the same curly hair, and there's another Berry playing for Brisbane too. He just missed a goal before. We didn't comment on it. And another one I mean, bites the dust. Should have given it to Tex, bom, Berry. Bom, bom. Ba-dum, bom, ba-dum, bom. Bom. Bom, How does Taylor bom. become Tex? Because he's all Aussie legend. <laughs> How does anyone become anything in this country, honest to God? How do we get Scotty from... Like, do, you, know, you know? Well, ScoMo was... Oh, he coined the middle. that nickname himself. Yeah, because he wanted to say... And now it's like his oh! signature is ScoMo. That was the gra- and that was the greatest trick the devil ever pulled, was making him seem like relatable by having a nickname. Who's this? Who's this? That's Blakey. And now we got Papley... Papley. Oh, oh, he's got it! That was actually a really good goal. Jeez, this Sydney side, they're looking a little bit dangerous. Yeah. If you've got Pat Levine and, and Buddy. And they're only going to get better with these young bucks mm. running around. Oh, but they might get tired at the end of the year. Is um, Josh... have got the hardened bodies. Mm, hard bodies. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really turned off by a hard body. Um, and yet, I love you a can't soft get enough embrace. Buddy. I don't and see, big see you're misunderstanding rock, this is what everyone, this is what everyone misunderstands about me is when I think someone is physically attractive I actually don't want to be intimate with them I just want to admire them physically like in terms of aesthetics this is what nobody understands like and this, that's why when Jaden like gets a, upset when I say I want to be in a locked room with Patrick Cripps what he doesn't get is that I don't want to be doing untoward things with him I just want to I just want to look <laughs> I just want to stare at him without interruption. I'm a voyeur of attractive humans. I just like to appreciate. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive. We'll never have bodies like they do. Exactly. <laughs> well, our boat, our ship has sailed. Well, but you know, truly. something, when I watch football, I always feel like going for a run just because they make it look so like, I mean, obviously I never do, never follow through on that urge. But um, speaking of... Um, oh, uh, I dripped coffee on myself. Speaking of good marketing... Oh, it keeps. What's going on? There's a leak. Your tongue's really green, babe. Green? Yeah, stick it out. Oh. It's not brown from the coffee? It's I'm just big... rubbing the coffee on myself now because <laughs> I don't want to get a paper towel. A coffee body scrub. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Speaking of good marketing, the crows have really sold me with their, um, the spamming of 
Tex and Rory's kids, like the babies. Did you see all those photos from yeah. last game? That was so fucking cute. Um, some critics of the pod have suggested that we just talk about our own teams too much, but I'm actually watching this game is making me really worried about Port playing Sydney because they're chronically a team that we struggle to beat, even when we're like indisputably better than them. And I feel like if they're firing like they are today, we'll really struggle. I Sydney play well at Adelaide Oval. That might be part of it because they beat the Crows there. Just, I don't know. There's just like the devil on the back that we just can't shake off. Don't tell me. McDonald? No, McDonald's six. McDonald's taller than that because he's been eating all those farm beans. (laughs) Oh, McDonald had a farm. He's got access to so much local produce. (laughs) That's what eating clean your whole life gives you. Has he kicked it? Yeah. Nicely done. I have to learn so many fresh bait. I feel like it's the first. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. Go swan. I've always liked the swans. I I agree, but I'm I'm hesitant to say I want them to do well because I know that will mean bad things for Port. For me, it's just always been a nicer era of yeah. Oh, that's Errol. Errol. The the famous Errol. Errol Gilden. Gold. Gold. Wilden. Golden. Yeah. That's a crazy way to spell golden. Yeah. Um. Who's Errol Flynn? Why is that a name that comes to my mind? I think he was some old famous guy. Yeah, the West Coast Sydney era was like a real... And also, there's going to be a New South Wales team. Let it be Sydney, not the Giants. Oh, is that Papley again? Or George Hewitt? Neither. George Hewitt has a moustache. Does he? Yeah. I haven't noticed that And once. he's also number 29. Okay. Um, and Papley's number 11. The only thing that... nothing like that bad. The only thing that I will say about um, Sydney having success is that I feel like Yes, they've had a small kind of... They've had like a couple of years where they weren't as good, but like in terms of if we zoom out to the whole AFL, there's a lot of other teams that I would say are in line before them to get some success. Yeah. So I wouldn't be... I would be happy if they were kind of up there, but they wouldn't be my sort of top five choices to have success. It is cool that the... I'm not sure what you were going to say about the West Coast Sydney era before I interrupted you. That was a good... Like that was such a strong rivalry and it really yeah. um, brought the interstate teams... Yes. That like, um, caused them to be a point of celebration. Yes. But, yeah. And what I will also say is what I loved about that rivalry is that it wasn't based in, like, history that no one really remembers. Like, what were, the conversation we were having the other night about the fact that Collingwood have, like, a ridiculous amount of rivalries. Or just, like, all those old Melbourne teams, like, they kind of all have these old rivalries that don't feel contemporary. Great news, just to interject quickly. We've now beat all the traditional Melbourne clubs more times than they've beaten us That's because great. of Carlton was our last. That's really good. I'm so happy for you, but can I finish my story? Pillow. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what I really liked about that Sydney West Ooh, Coast rivalry. Oh, McDonald. Oh, no. Not McDonald. And Blakey's going after him. That guy's that really skinny. Players a breed. It's embarrassing. Oh. oh, no. No, no, I think he was trying to do that. No, we're not the size of food, I think. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy's there. there. I just want Buddy to do something magic. Here he is, here he is. Here he is, here he is. Oh. He's too big, he can't get to the ground. Alright, here we go. Bring let's all just calm down. Oh, it's not a mark, it's not a mark. But he's so big. Yeah, that's why I mean. How is he that big? What? So now you've come you've come around? I just no no, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just like every time I see him in comp when you see him standing next to another person who you know is also tall, it's like what? Yeah, especially you forget the midfielders are all over six foot mm. themselves, mm. but they just look small contextually. Sorry, what were you saying about the rivalry? Oh, it's moved, It's over. It's over. But you were gaining momentum. I know, and you know what? Momentum. I actually really like. I really liked the point I was going to make. But well, then please. No, we can't. It would be. It would be. Um, what's the word? I don't know. It wouldn't be appropriate to say it now. Well, we only we stopped because right. they went inside fifty. 
is that really why we stopped? Or did we stop because you weren't interested in what I had to say? Well, I'm trying to ask you to continue, <laughs> so I'm just not really sure what else to do. <laughs> it's really random that time Rampy climbed the goalpost. What? You don't remember that scandal? No. He climbed the goalpost. How high? Like, to the top. Um, <laughs> um, no, he climbed the padding to try and shake the goalpost. Why? So that it was Whilst the was siren had sounded, and I think it might have been Jake Stringer had like a shot from the 50 meter line to win the game. You're really not allowed to do that. No, you're not, and it was highly scandalous. And also because I think technically then the final kick should have been taken from in the goal square because it should have been oh. a free. But the umpire just told him to get down, and oh. then Sydney won. Controversial. Oh. That's a rule in netball too, you're not allowed to shake the goalpost. But his shorts have gotten bigger, that's good to see. But I struggled with that for several years, how tight his shorts were. Well, he's married with a kid now. He doesn't need to be showing off his hiney. Oh, why didn't you give it to Heaney? Buddy's right there. Buddy's right there. Buddy's right there. Buddy's literally alone in the goal square. How often does that happen? If McDonald doesn't kick this goal, Buddy's going to kick him in the face. <laughs> You've got to be pretty sure of yourself to not, to be like, no one knows your name because you've played so few games and not handed off to Buddy when he's alone in yeah, the goal square. Yeah, but he would have... Uh, it's confusing. He would have been coached, always take your set shots from within 30 or whatever. I feel nervous for him and his family back at the farm. Oh, no, he fucked it. Oh, that's out. That's it's actually out on the fall. I have to admit that's actually gone out on the fall. <laughs> and uh, no one else is going to say it, so I'm going to have to. It's gone out on the fall. Let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> that did go out on the fall. <laughs> Two minutes left in the half. This is flowing by. We should do first halves more often. Mm. I feel like I'm full of energy. Normally when we get to the end of the fourth quarter, I like wish I was dead rather than recording the podcast. <laughs> also last weekend in this house, there was football on constantly for 48 hours and it was distressing. Because Are you forgetting last season? There was football on constantly in this house for four months. Uh, McDonald's um, redeemed himself. He's kicked a snap goal. Sydney really have dominated this quarter. Okay, well, okay. So there's, there's two minutes left in the quarter. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to say? Do we have any things we're doing every week? Oh, do we do our bone to kick? Sure. What's do you yours? have one? I haven't thought of one. I haven't thought of one either. Let's brainstorm really hard for 45 seconds and okay. then we'll both say it at the same time. I don't remember what's happened this week. Let me quickly check afl.com.au. Maybe it'll probably... Oh, I have a bone to The headlines kick. might jig my memory. Jog my memory. I keep saying jig by accident, of course. I have a yes. bone to kick. I really, really don't like the like reactionary way that, for example, the game last night, there was a call with like seven seconds to go right in the Brisbane, right in front of the goals, that they were like, should that be holding the ball? Yes, it probably should be, whatever. And then immediately after, everyone's like, oh, they're going to be talking about that. And like, everyone's going to say that's the that's the you know the call that cost the game but it's like that's that's a three second window out of the whole game brisbane lost a lot of opportunities but what i the reason this is my bone to kick this the the specific part of my bone to kick is the way the commentators are like oh they're going to be talking about that and it's like no no like you guys are going to be talking about that like you're the ones that we're going to be listening to all week like you could just talk about something else you know like you have control over this narrative like you fixate on the you know that these things like could have gone gone either way because it gets it's clickbait or whatever, and people get really fired up about it. But it's actually not like the nuance. Like, okay, well, there's a bigger game going on here. That just really bothers me. That and they, you know, every single time there's a close game like that, there's like, oh, but was this tackle this or like, did it hit the post? Like, it's just always something. And it's like, well, we need to accept that not everyone 
umpires, like I said earlier in the pod, umpires are just, dare I say it, hate to be on the side of the Nazis, but they are just trying their best and they can't get it right all the time. Yes, sometimes there's ones that are really annoying, but that's not what costs them the game, you know? Yeah, I think especially almost in all instances when it's less than a goal is the final margin the umpire gets blamed. Exactly. And it comes down to a specific call usually in the last five minutes but if you truly deserve to win then you'd be more than one goal exactly life. that's that's exactly my point anyway your it's, turn. it's just yeah it is just luck in most cases i think when it's less than a goal margin and and do you know what the thing is like if that call had gone the other way and they had called it holding the ball they would have been like oh like should that have been holding the ball you know they just want mm. the the fire headlines your turn um i actually couldn't think of one that's okay i scanned and not that much has happened. You know what we need to do? We need to acknowledge and recognise that we're at peace this week. And that we don't yeah, need to find... Nice. We don't need to think of things that annoy us just for the sake of the podcast. We can be content. Um, did you see that Matt Rowell got injured immediately last week? Did I see it? Or did I journal about it and cry about it? Yes, I did see. And How I does was, that make you feel? Oh, pretty bloody sad to be honest yeah I just feel like I you know in my gut again my psychic instincts I'm like I feel like he's going to be one of those players that injury always gets the better of him and we're never going to see his full potential but that's a very doom and gloom he also might overcome it and be the next buddy Franklin that's not the kind of player he is <laughs> alright well that's that's the half that's the half of footy folks 60 to 30 I have a question break. though do you think the hype surrounding Matt Rowell can continue in light of the fact that he just hasn't isn't played playing? Unfortunately, and I know this isn't what you want to hear, I think it will actually build the hype. Because as you're seeing with Buddy... No. As you're seeing with Buddy, he hasn't played for X amount of time, whatever. So every single thing he does is so hyped up, and I feel like that's going to be the case with Matt Rowe, even more than it already was. Yeah, but Buddy's done a lot. Yeah, I know, but I'm just talking like time proportional to hype when it's someone who... Obviously, it could go either ways. You could be forgotten about, or you could be like the most hyped player of all time. Um, I can't predict the future, but I feel like that's what's going to happen. Anyway, we need to end it now because I have to get ready to leave for the port game this afternoon. So is there anything else you want to add? Mm. Oh, congratulations on winning week one of the football tipping. Thank you. And thank you for bringing that up on such a public forum. It feels really nice to have that recognition. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) I worked really, really hard and I overcame a lot of barriers, including people shit-talking me. Things aren't looking as good for me in round two, but, you know, I'll bounce back just like Matt Rao. Um... Who has just gone down again? <laughs> <laughs> cool. And um, yeah, we're even now too because yeah, I Colin will well this round. Anyway, okay. Well, thank you for tuning in to Real Men Don't Wear Long Sleeves round two. As always, we love and appreciate all of our listeners, except for James Dickey. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you can now follow us on Instagram at Real Men Don't Wear Long Sleeves Pod for more behind the scenes content. Um, and yeah, like the scenes. <laughs> We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Say bye, Rose. Bye.